Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Texas. It's not just desperate families turning themselves into the Border Patrol, but adult men running away from the agents. Mostly adults who are not seeking asylum. Now, with authorities tied up processing a historic number of migrants, more drug smuggling in the desert. For the first time, fentanyl is being smuggled between the ports of entry. Fentanyl being pushed through the desert around El Paso is up more than 355% compared to last year, and 4,000% more than 2018. What makes it so easy to smuggle? The cartels find ways to uh, intimidate uh, migrants and find ways to uh, illegally have them transport that narcotic. Fentanyl pills are smaller, more potent, and more profitable than marijuana. DEA sources tell NBC News the Mexican cartels are increasingly producing the drug themselves with raw and unregulated materials from China. Don't think something like this cannot happen to your family. Matt Capaluto's 20-year-old daughter, Alexandra, ingested what she thought was an oxycodone pill in 2019, but it turned out to be fentanyl. She died two days before Christmas. Don't take your kids for granted. Tell them you love them every day. He calls it not an overdose, but a poisoning, a haunting reminder of what's at stake at the border. All right, welcome back. It's Thursday. Um, that audio clip is a little bit aged. It's about seven months old. My attorney in the state of Florida, Ashley Moody, just released a statement. It reads, Attorney General Ashley Moody is demanding the immediate resignation of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, leading 13 other states in an effort to replace the DHS leader, citing the continued failure to enforce federal law. Attorney General Moody and the multi-state coalition of attorney generals are demanding Secretary Mayorkas leave office as his failed leadership is resulting in a disaster at the southwest border and puts the nation on a verge of a national security crisis. Excuse me. Uh, attorney General Moody said Secretary Mayorkas has failed to deliver on the core function of his agency he runs to secure the nation from the many threats we face. Through his refusal to enforce federal laws, including deporting criminals and maintaining order at the borders, he has put America and our respective states on the verge of a national security crisis. The only individuals who are more secure because of our DHS secretary are the drug cartels and human smugglers. Secretary Mayorkas should admit his failures to achieve the basic mission of his agency and resign immediately. Uh, in the letter she sent to Mayorkas, along with 13 other attorney generals, she outlines his failures in leadership. In the midst of a national opioid crisis, the Mexican drug cartels waste no time exploiting the open borders. The letter states, from the time you took office on December 2021, U.S. Customs and Border Protection seized enough fentanyl to kill every man, woman, and child in our country six times over, an increase of more than 30% since before you took office. The letter further went on to say, uh, the number of sex offenders registered entering our country increased by an astounding 
213% over the last fiscal year, giving your unlawful catch and release policies. We are left with many other unanswerable questions like how many children are now being trafficked in our country and how many sex offenders now prowl our streets. Finally, Moody points out that the natural consequence of the secretary uh, refusal to enforce the law is a rise in convicted criminals entering the United States. The letter states, deportations have fallen a staggering 70% since 2020, perhaps the most egregious. You have refused to deport some of the most dangerous criminals. Democrats and Republicans alike have always prioritized the removal of criminals here illegally, including when you were Deputy uh, deputy Secretary of DHS from 2013 to 2016 under none other, none other than Dumbo-Eared Barack. The other states' attorney generals that are signing the petition for him to resign are the attorney generals of Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Georgia, Indiana, Louisiana, Missouri, Montana, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas, Utah, and West Virginia. Now, as I said in the beginning, the news clip that you heard there is dated. It's about seven months or so old. Fentanyl increase or drug smuggling in general, the increase coming into the United States since the Biden administration has taken over is over six hundred percent six hundred percent you did hear me correctly since deportation is down by 70 percent we you know what we all know where this is going how much more unsafe can we possibly be Uh, the democrats are destroying this country from the inside out nobody's concerned about it mainstream media refuses to cover it they're just going to, you know, best form of bias is omission. So they're just not going to say anything about it and pretend it's not happening. In the meantime, even my state, we're having floods of illegal immigrants being brought over here. Once they cross the border, they're just being dropped off to any destination that they want. States are limited in the amount of power that they have because federally they're not doing their job. And there's only so much a state can do when federally they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So unfortunately... This, I mean, you could pretty much call it an attack, an invasion on the United States, is going to continue for about the next three years, a little less than three years, till something changes in the White House. Possibly, um, you know, you could do something about it after midterms if we take over the House and Senate. But remember, whatever goes to Joe Biden's desk, he has the opportunity to veto it. So I would say for sure. We got to look, you know, to the future. We got uh, just about three years till we can do something about it. In the meantime, what we can do to slow things down will definitely be a big win in November, both in the House and the Senate. And I think the latest numbers that I saw, as far as the House goes, were still slated to win uh, over 60 seats, which would give us a strong majority in the House. And right now, just by early polling. It's looking like five, maybe six seats in the Senate, which would, again, give us a good majority in the Senate where you could pass almost anything. I mean, in a dream world, we'd get it to where we have a 60-40 split, so that way anything that the Republicans could come up with and want to pass, we wouldn't need to worry so much about what the Democratic opinion is, especially if it's stuff that's good for the country. We shall see.
I've got a funny article that I thought was just as stupid as stupid can get. <laughs> I, I figured you would appreciate this one. Uh, the Washington Post columnist. Putin wishes Trump were still around because Biden is so tough. <laughs> yeah, sure. He's not even sticking to his word about the sanctions he was supposed to put on him. The more serious sanctions he was supposed to put on him in the first place. He's going even softer than that. <laughs> He's so tough. <laughs> He's not going to do anything. <laughs> That's how tough he is. Guess what Joe Biden's going to do? Nothing. He's not going to send any troops over there. He's not going to help Ukraine at all. He's going to put some sanctions on there Sanctions on there that Vladimir Putin's going to just be like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm taking over Ukraine one way or the other. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is a good one. I'm going to read you the article because I think you'll appreciate it. In the column titled, With Biden Standing Firm, Putin Must Wonder, Where's Trump When I Need Him? Robinson writes, if Russian President Vladimir Putin wanted to gobble up another chunk of Ukraine at little or no cost to his own interests, he should have done it while Donald Trump was still president. With President Biden leading the response, Putin's potential costs are rising. <laughs> yeah, 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 they're rising. But he shouldn't have to worry about it because since he's buying all, uh, since we're buying all the oil from him, he's making a ton of money anyways. He went on to say, to be clear, Putin can send his tanks across the border whenever he wants. And nobody can stop him. His recognition of the independence of two separatist regions in Ukraine, which call themselves the, oh good God, Dontisk People's Republic and, oh God, Lunkix, never mind, People's Republic, (laughs) sorry, uh, is an ominous development. But his threat to invade has not divided and weakened the Western alliance. Thanks largely to Biden, it has been the opposite effect. Contrast all of this with what possibly or probably would have happened with Trump still being in office. Well, uh, news flash to Mr. Robinson. While Trump was in office, Putin didn't dare try to invade Ukraine. Not to mention, since Trump didn't let him run his own oil line and we weren't purchasing oil from him, he financially couldn't invade. But you know, uh, just a few years before he was president in 2014, it was absolutely possible to invade once again. And again, that was under another Democratic idiot. Um, What was his name again? Oh, that's right. Barack Hussein Obama. Joe Biden is so strong. <laughs> Those two words can't even go in the same sentence because there is nothing strong about Joe Biden. Well, you know, that might not be so true. He must be a pretty strong breather with as much sniffing as he does since he tries to sniff everybody's hair that walks by him. So potentially he's got some pretty strong lungs. Beyond that, Joe Biden and the word strong don't even belong in the same sentence. So give me a break. These people are grasping hard for anything to try to make this president look good. I mean, they're willing to put their name and reputation on an article like that. That just means you're just as dumb as he is. Because everybody knows that's a joke, including the left. (laughs) Let's move it along here. Um, Just the News posted an article 
a top Republican, Biden engaging in a cover-up of massive pandemic relief fraud. In the article, it suggests that we're having a lot of problems with fraud for unemployment. On the low end, you're looking at $80 billion worth of taxpayer money that has been fraudulently taken. On the high end, and some of the outside sources are estimating it to be much higher, somewhere between $400 and $850 billion that have been fraudulently taken away from taxpayers. <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem like our Democratic colleagues are too interested in it because every time they bring it up in the committee, they never want to speak about it. Uh, biggest problem with that is in the early days of this pandemic, uh, when people were losing their jobs and you were shutting businesses down, people needed assistance to be able to get by. Uh, those days have long passed. Most everybody's back to work, unless unfortunately, um, the you know, once you shut down, you never reopened. But most people are back to work, and they're not even checking un unemployment claims anymore. They're just continually paying out the additional rate on unemployment claims. So we're losing all the money that they originally put aside for people that actually needed it. Y you know... When you pass a bill, if it's $1.9 doesn't mean you have to use all of the money. It's taxpayer money. We're already in enough debt. You don't need to spend it. If you don't need to spend it, don't spend it. Save it for when we may actually need it. But, you know, God forbid, you can't tell that to the government because right now they think they got a license to spend and a license to print, uh, license to print money, and they're just going to run us all into the poorhouse. However, they don't need to spend it. So the fact that they're not checking up on all these claims and they're just giving this money away, it's disgraceful. It's our money. We pay, we pay taxes. Yeah, I did an article earlier this week with uh, Elon Musk that he's slated to pay $11 billion in taxes. I mean, if it's $80 billion on the low end, look at how much Elon Musk is paying out that they're just throwing away, and they're still complaining that the man's not paying enough. But they're not being responsible with the money. They should be going after our money, because it is our money. The government doesn't make money. It, all their all their funding is through our taxes, and they spend more than they take in anyways. That's why we're always running at a deficit. But you can't just be throwing away anywhere from on the low end eighty billion to the high end eight hundred and fifty, which is insane. Eight hundred and fifty billion, which means out of your one point nine trillion, we only needed a, a, a one trillion, which is still insane. But if that is the case then all of these Democrats that are turning a blind eye, including Joe Biden himself, need to be held responsible for the people. Because it's insane that you're just throwing our money away that like that, our tax dollars away like that. It could be spent on other actually needed items for the United States. Not Democratic wish lists, lists excuse me, just a, things we actually need. Like finishing the construction of the wall on our southern border, what I just told you, with all the drugs and human trafficking and everything that's happening on the border, how about we finish it? A lot of the material, via President Trump, is still sitting there on the ground, just rusting, when we could just start 
erecting it once again. It's already been paid for. Most of it, all the materials just sitting there. We should be directing this money to things that matter. But instead, these people want to continue to pay out. There, there's only ever one reason. You see, if you are simple-minded and you you think the government is your buddy, is your friend, that they got your best interest at heart, and no, Uncle Sam loves you. No, he doesn't. For everybody on the lower end, anybody that is still collecting, anybody that's hustling the system, anybody that's sitting at home because, hey, man, they're just paying me, all they're trying to do is buy off your vote. They don't want you to think for yourself. They don't want you to put any thought into it at all. They don't want you to truly see who they are. They don't want you to know that in this country they're actually the racists, not the other way around. They don't want you to know that as much as they're smiling and waving in your hand, in front of you, as soon as you turn around, they're knifing you in the back because they don't have your best interests at heart. It's you're, Basically, it's a bribe. Everything they're paying you is a bribe, a bribe for your vote to try to keep them in power so they could continue to, to spiral this country out of control. It's a shame. When I read articles like this, as interesting as they are, and it's a good article, you should definitely check it out. It's on Just the News once again. Um, it's just a shame to see it. Nobody is being held accountable in in Congress for anything. You know, it goes both ways. There's plenty of Republicans that turn blind eyes to stuff, too, that need to be hauled in just like the Democrats. we got to hold these congressmen and women accountable. They answer to us not the other way around. We're the boss, not them. I know I repeatedly say that, but it, we got to beat that into people's minds again that yeah, yeah, we are the ones in charge. You do what we ask you to do. We elect you. We tell you what we want. You present it and find a way to try to pass it. It's, it doesn't go the other way around. It doesn't go, they think they know what's best, doesn't matter what we think, and they're going to pass the laws that they see fit. It doesn't work that way. And we need to get out of that mentality that these people are the ones running the country and they're the ones that have all the answers and they have the best ideas because they don't. The best ideas come from the people because collectively we know what we need and what we want and they're not doing what's best for us. People, you got to hold these congressmen and women accountable. That's the only way America gets better. I can't say we're ever going to go back to where we once were, but maybe we should stop focusing so much on the past and look towards the future and what you would like to see in the future. And I'd like to see America become great again, however we need to get there. At least in my opinion, I'm sure most of you would agree with me. All right, the trucker convoy that we've been talking about in Canada with dictator Trudeau trying to do the best that he can to stop them, doesn't want them to protest, wants to take their money away from them. Well, good news. Our own people's convoy was starting to roll out Wednesday. It's going to go from California all the way to the White House to demand all the COVID mandates be eliminated. No more. No more masks. No more vaccine passports. No more forced vaccination. They want it all to stop. So they're going to ride the uh, USA convoy. They're jumping on board, inspired by the Canadians, and they're going to try to help us get beyond this pandemic 100%. 
I'd like to see it happen because uh, in Florida, hey, we've been living free, so I can't complain down here. However, in other states, watching what's going on over there, it's it's really saddening and disheartening to see that these people are still living under these draconian rules. Um, some Democrats tend not to agree with this whole peaceful protest of truckers. They're going to go from Cali to D.C., uh, Democratic Rep- uh, Representative Ruben Galeo from Arizona is calling for seizing the trucks of the protesters headed to D.C. and then giving the property to businesses that are looking to grow. So in other words, he'd like to steal the truckers' trucks because that is theft. <laughs> These are their vehicles that they purchased with their own money because they're leading a peaceful convoy, and they're going to peacefully protest here in the United States, he thinks that we should seize their vehicles and just give them away. Now, I'm not a trucker. However, I've been around them a long time. Uh, They are not cheap to buy. Depending on the bells and whistles, I guess you could get a basic truck. Well, at least you used to. I haven't checked them recently so my numbers are going to probably be a little off if you're a trucker. You know, feel free to correct me. I have no issue with that. Um, however, I would say a basic package for a, maybe not a real great model. You're going to be around 100000 and some trucks can go up to over 200000 You're going to take somebody's $200,000 piece of equipment that they make their living with. You think that you have the right to just take it from them and give it to somebody else? Uh, would you like to start a war? <laughs> because... Uh, that's about where that's going to go. And do you really want to mess with the truckers? I don't know. It seems counterproductive because don't they bring everything to you? If the trucks stop moving in the country, guess what? The country stops. Yeah, I, I, I think we should have learned that seeing all the shortages on the shelves. So you would think that these congressmen that have stupid ideas like that would probably want to give that a once-over before you make that type of reckless statement, because I don't think you really want to mess with these guys. I think the right thing to do would be for this sleepy, creepy old man in the White House to relinquish the little bit of power that he thinks he sees from the people, cut all this nonsense out with this stupid virus that's not even lethal anymore, it's mutated enough where we're good to go, and be done with it. Then the truckers will go home happy, and we just continue on. That would be the smart move. However, I don't deem Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden very smart, nor a lot of the members of his party. So we'll just have to wait and see how it turns out. But I'm proud of these truckers, and I definitely support them. They're exercising their fundamental right to, a, uh, to be able to protest in this country, and they should absolutely do it. So good for them. That about wraps it up for me today. Uh, If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. Five star would be nice. Wink, wink. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Twitter at LJCONSERCRN on Gap or Parlor. I'm at The Real Little Joe. Uh, Cloud Hub, I'm at Little Joe CC. If you'd like to check out any videos that I do, YouTube, I'm at Little Joe CC. Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. And if you'd like to reach out to me, you can go to my website, littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section and leave me a message. Beyond that, Hey, we're almost done. Tomorrow's Friday. We'll do it again.